You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Hello and happy Monday. Yay. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July weekend. Yes. We just got back yesterday. We haven't left yet because it's before 4th of July. We record these ahead of time, by the way, guys. So it's kind of weird because we always look at the date and we're like, okay, so what's going to be that day? So yeah, we are going out of town for 4th of July to the we lake. Are too. You are too. Yep. Yep. We, I'm honestly very nervous about the drive. It's a three hour drive, three and a half hour drive with Carson. I'm trying to decide whether we leave right before his nap time and hope that he naps most of the way or if we just try and like give him the tablet. But like I want him to take a good nap because if he doesn't, he's a disaster. Does he normally sleep in the car? He usually sleeps pretty well in the car. Yeah. Marcus does too. So I would leave before nap time. That's what I think we're going to do. But yeah, we go out to my cousins every year. They live on a big lake uh, in uh, Michigan right outside of Grand Rapids. And it's usually like a big family reunion. This year is obviously smaller because of COVID. Um, But yeah, we are... We are going up there and we hang out on the lake and everyone drinks. I will not be drinking because I'm prego, but that's okay. We are going to the lake as well. My brother-in-law just bought a boat um, and so we're going to head up and stay there for two nights. We're actually not going to bring Marcus with us. We're going to leave him with grandma, which Mm, is hard, but honestly, we're going Friday afternoon. We're coming home Sunday morning. So it's like just Saturday technically, but it will be nice because Art and I haven't gotten to go away unless it was like for work or something, uh, just the two of us. And so I'm looking forward to that and also relaxing and not being on anybody else's agenda because we don't have yep. any plans like that's nice besides just going to the boat so anyways we wanted to talk about uh weekend struggles because we yeah. know there's two camps uh one is the yolo you only live once eat and drink anything and everything and then you're going to start again on monday and then there's also people who just like get so busy that they don't do anything or they feel like they have to restrict because they're yep. afraid yep absolutely and before we get into kind of what not to do um, after a weekend binge, we want to get into what to do before the weekend. Mm-hmm. So planning ahead a little bit, guys, like even if you aren't in a weight loss stage or you're not super you know, crazy with tracking right now or anything like that, it still helps to plan ahead. Because I think when you have a little bit of a plan going into a weekend, especially a big weekend like 4th of July... Or another holiday weekend, like, you know, we have a lot going on in the summer times, guys. We get it. There's barbecues, there's family get-togethers, we have Memorial Day at the end of the summer. Like, it's better to go in telling yourself, I'm going to try and maybe I'll, you know, not have dessert, but I'll have a few drinks. Or I'm only going to do three to four drinks on Saturday and I'm going to do water between each. Like, going in with that plan allows you to be more accountable and be more confident versus just like, we'll see what happens. Or you're just winging it and then you're so freaking hungry and there's nothing good around that you just end up eating the burger and the fries. And, you know, that's totally fine and acceptable. But also, like, how are you going to feel after that? And is this going to trickle into, like, every meal like typically when you go away for a weekend you know you're eating out majority of the time Mm -hmm. unless you bring things with you you know so yeah plan ahead bring some snacks with you maybe schedule in a time for your workout or just communicate with your spouse and your partner like hey could we get up and go hiking instead of getting up and going to the brunch with the bloody marys and (laughs) you know everything and um 
it just, it's going to be very dependent upon you and your lifestyle and your goals. But I do agree with Becca's like, it is important to take some time and it doesn't take that much time just to grab a few snacks for the road, yep. pack some food. You know, um, we've done other podcasts on this, but I'll say, you know, a couple things that are staples for me that are easy that I love to throw into the bag, uh, would be hummus and some vegetables, a little, it's like a small cooler, mm-hmm. you know, um, thing of, losing my train of thought here, like deli meat so that I can make little roll ups. And I love like sliced bell peppers. But outside of that, if I was traveling like an airplane or something, I would have like my protein bars, maybe have some, um, I do oatmeal packets. I'll do nut butter packets, rice cakes. I usually bring like an apple or something that's not going to be bruised easily. Um, maybe like a baggie of grapes or something like that. Um, you know, baby carrots, sliced peppers last for a couple hours, Mm -hmm. guys, they should be fine. Um, even like roasted chickpeas or jerky, things like that, that are non-perishable that can travel anywhere but at least you have something to snack on so that you're not getting to these places where your blood sugar is dropping and you are so hungry that you just want to eat anything and everything. Absolutely. And guys, is jerky and like roasted chickpeas and stuff like that ideal? Maybe not. But guess what? It's a lot better than freaking McDonald's drive-thru because you're starving and you order two double cheeseburgers and fries because you just needed food. And guess what? When our blood sugar drops and our cravings rise, our ability to pick good decisions for food drops severely okay (laughs) non-existent it is why we struggle so much when we don't eat all day and we get to dinner time and we get starving and we just eat whatever we see like there's a reason for that chemically in the body there's a reason that's happening so i think the last thing is with planning is you know when if you don't want to track for a weekend which is totally understandable listening to your body i think i you know i used to be in a place where when i didn't track i was yolo I was like, I'm not tracking. This doesn't count. I'm going to eat literally everything in sight because I don't know the next time I'm going to allow myself this food. I would eat until I felt sick to my stomach. And I basically went in knowing I was going to do that. Like, it's pretty messed up. And I know a lot of you struggle with that. I struggled with it too. Now, when I don't track, I'm like, I'm going to listen to my body because honestly, even if I'm not eating ideal things, even if I'm eating potato salad, even if I'm eating, you know, a, a burger on a bun with some chips or whatever, if I don't eat beyond fullness, if I don't eat to the point where I feel sick, I'm probably okay. Like my body knows very well what it needs. And since I'm consistent otherwise times of the year in the week, I know my body will guide me well. Yeah. Well, I think also it's your experience. It's your learning. Mm -hmm. It's also not restricting and feeling like you have to, you know, binge on the weekend because you don't know when you're going to get again. It's like our conversation with Kate this morning when we were chatting with her. She's like the perfect example of used to restrict and then binge hard on the weekend. Like she will tell you she's going to come on the podcast soon, but she will tell you that like her weekends were YOLO. My weekends used to be YOLO because I'd restrict so hard. And then Friday came and if the scale was down, I'd be like, yeah, I deserve it. Or if the scale didn't move, I'd be mad. And (laughs) why does it matter anyway? So it didn't matter because I was still making up whatever story I needed to, to get myself to the place of thinking that YOLO was okay. And it's just simply not because you're swinging the pendulum super hard uh, and it's not kind to your body. And so I think if you go into it just with like no restrictions and no like expectations that you can have or you can't have Mm -hmm. this, you actually will probably consume less. Yep. Because you can have a drink and then maybe have some sparkling water or you could have a good breakfast or get out and do your exercise and then maybe you don't want the fried foods for lunch yep. and you might, you know, really be craving the healthier salads or, you know, the stuff that you brought with you, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like taking away these expectations and just letting you do, like you said, 
what your body wants yep. and following those cues. And if you decide like you want the chicken burger or chicken sandwich or hamburger or whatever, have that. That's yep. fine. But it doesn't mean then you have to finish the entire thing if you're feeling super full. Totally. Right. And so I think also just like giving yourself some grace and like relaxing on some of these restrictions yeah. that you think that you need in place will be better beneficial for you because you don't feel like you have to totally swing the yeah. pendulum to the other so, side. So here's, you know, our little thing on planning ahead. If we had the binge over the weekend, if we did the thing that we are now feeling guilty around or we wish we didn't do, we overconsumed, it was too much. Number one, you do not starve yourself. I do not care how much you ate on Saturday and Sunday. Your body still needs nourishment today. Okay. Do not starve yourself. It does not help. You eating 800 calories today does not undo the 3,500 calories you ate on Saturday and Sunday. Okay. It simply just makes us feel worse. So if you want to feel better, drink a lot of water, guys. That is my number one thing that helps me when I've overconsumed at a meal. I pound water until I start to feel better. It helps you flush stuff out. Yep. It helps you get rid of things. It helps with digestion. I do a ton of water and I sometimes stick to a slightly less processed diet mm -hmm. for a few days to get rid of a little inflammation. Yep. So like not as many processed foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, um, lots of fiber, good protein, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, and we're not saying that you have to eliminate carbs or anything like that no. we're just saying like not as much processed or fried things so if you were having soda or you were having you know a lot of protein bars or yeah. chips and yeah. all that type of stuff like make sure that you're just eating one ingredient whole foods and the whole goal here is to reduce inflammation mm -hmm. and let the stress relax on your gut right yep. um and just give your body the support that it needs so the other piece that we would say is not to starve yourself yep eat normal exercise normal and rest go to bed yes get sleep i will say the number two things that can help your body digest this stuff and make you feel better is the sleep mm -hmm. and getting quality food and like i said you might not love how you feel on monday okay you might hate how you feel on monday but you still have to respect your body okay i tell people this all the time along this journey of weight loss or feeling better in your skin or whatever it might be you're not going to love yourself every day, guys. And I don't care about those self-love people out there or like body positivity. Guess what? Some days you're just going to feel crappy. Some days you're not going to like what you look see in the mirror. And that's okay. You still have to respect your body and you still have to give it nourishment. Because the more we hate our body, the more your body's going to hate you back. Your body can sense that. It can sense emotions. The gut and the emotions are very closely related within our body. And so if you are stressed out about how you feel every single day, you're stressed out about you're not where you want to be yet, all these things, you're stressing your body out, which is doing more damage to your goals. And then you're trying to starve yourself by fasting or eating 1,200 calories or less. So you're just literally putting your body into a place that yeah. it cannot function properly. No. And in order to lose weight, we have to be able to function properly. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it should be about nourishing your Absolutely. body rather than just eating anything and everything in sight or eating to please other people. And so maybe you did that this weekend. Maybe you were at, you know, the party on Saturday and Mary got you with her Mary's potatoes or the cupcakes or whatever it was. And you had more than you wanted and you just feel gross and you feel like you ate way more than you intended to. Guess what? 
today's a new day. It's a day to move forward. It's a day to make it a great day. And you know, if that's you, you probably have some mental work and work to do on your relationship with food or this cycle of restrict and binge or restrict and binge. Um, you know, because (laughs) it's hard. It is is a hard battle, especially when you're around peer pressure and you're around people who, you know, make you feel bad because you don't want to eat their cupcakes. And the, I mean, this is another thing that I used to do when I would overeat. I would do horrible workouts on Monday and Tuesday to like punish myself in a way. I was like, I'm going to do an extra long workout. I'm going to do two workouts on Monday Mm -hmm. instead of my normal one workout because I need to work off Mm -hmm. or I need to beat my body up so that I could feel better again. Mm -hmm. You guys, that is such a deranged way of thinking. And believe me, I've been in it. So I get it. I'm not judging you. But let me tell you, it is not helping you. It is only driving you further and further down this hole of self-hatred. Yep. And that's, I mean, that's a huge part of what we work on in metabolic prehab because like you guys, this all starts with the mindset. This mm-hmm. all starts with how you talk to yourself, how you frame your beliefs. Like we even had a lady that's in metabolic prehab right now that's in her first week and she wrote down in some of her homework about how almost every day I read she didn't like how she looked in the mirror. She didn't like how she looked. She didn't like how she felt. It was almost every day she was saying this to herself. And I mentioned to her, where, why do you think you say these things? Have you ever thought about, you know, you know, how it, it impacts you or like trying to get different clothes that you feel better. And she's like, honestly, I never realized that I was doing this so frequently. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it just takes stepping back and listening to the thoughts we have, writing down the thoughts that we have and realizing how mean we are to our bodies sometimes, yeah. Yeah. like saying well, it out loud or writing it down. And that's a huge part of what we try to push and MP to help people overcome those things. Yeah. And reframing, right? Yeah. It's that pivoting of the mindset yep. because ultimately you can have the perfect diet plan. You can have the perfect meal plan template or whatever. You can have the best macros for your goals, whoever wants to classify that. But <laughs> if your mindset isn't in the right place and your emotional state isn't in the right place and you're not working on that, you're not going to change long-term. And so it does take a pivoting of your mind. It does take reframing these beliefs and thought processes and shifting into a place where you can give yourself grace. You can show up for yourself because you love yourself and you respect yourself. It doesn't mean that you love the way that you look or the way those shorts fit right now. But as long as you show up for yourself every day and you come from a place of love, it will be a much more sustainable journey and a much more enjoyable journey. So Whatever happened this weekend, just remember today is a new day. If you're getting back on the wagon, if you're, you know, back on track or whatever you want to call it, um, just go back to your normal eating. Don't starve yourself. Give your body the nourishment and the love that it needs. Be kind to your body this week. We promise you after three or four days, you will normalize. You'll be back on track and it's a lot more enjoyable than trying to do a three-day detox Mm. post. Don't do it, guys. Holiday weekend. (laughs) All right. Have a fabulous Monday and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.